You are now listening to Way of Broadway. Hello, Christian. Hey, Daniel. How are we doing? It's another good day in the neighborhood, and I have a question for okay, you. Okay, I have an answer. How, like, this is something that we don't know. Like, this could actually be the case. What if dinosaurs could sing beautifully? Like, in their language? Or, like, no, like, like you just, just like, go back in time and there's just, like, a dinosaur singing. So little You were just singing that song that people like to sing? I really like that. And I really like the idea that, like, in the past of these dinosaurs' yeah. lives, like, they were the equivalents of... Of like Nathan Lane, yeah, and Mandy Patinkin, and like the yes. it's just these theater dinosaurs, these thick theater boys, <laughs> thick theater boys. Speaking of thick theater boys, I hate it. <laughs> oh, my, my name goodness. is Daniel. And I'm Christian, and this is Way Off Broadway. What's the premise of Way Off Broadway, Daniel? So Way Off Broadway is a show where each week we talk about a different musical that dinosaurs would have put on if they were alive today. So okay. Think about your, it wouldn't be cats, it would be pterodactyls. So yeah, that's basically the premise. Daniel doesn't know musicals, I do. Daniel's not going to know the name of the musical. He is not going to know the plot. He's not going to know anything. And, and the point of this is for him to figure out what he thinks the name is, as well as what the plot of the musical is based off solely music and lyrics. And I've been told that this week is going to be a tough one. It's going to put me to the test. I think this week, I, ha I had a thought last week. I'm like, I think Daniel's ready for a real musical. I know what you're thinking, right? Yes. Haven't we been doing real musicals? I don't know. Have you been recording these like each week? And you're just like, ha ha ha, these never existed. <laughs> like hired people Every to listen Joel's to it. Joel's in on it. <laughs> it's the greatest yeah. lie ever told. But we are not lying this week. This week was, uh, so this is a musical by Frank Wildhorn. I know Frank. You know Frank, of course. Yeah, I met him Frank. at a gas station. Yeah. A Bucky's. A Bucky's? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. I'm, I'm glad you know Frank because you're going to become very um, acquainted with Frank this week because this is the longest show we've done thus far. Not to say it's a long show, but this is, to me, that this is that two-act epic of a musical. This yeah. was one of my favorites, and, and we're going to let Joel talk to us a little bit about the background of the musical of this week. Let's hear it, Joel. Joel? Who is our dramaturg? His name is Joel Rainey. We're ready to hear him do explaining. He is so smart and we're grateful to have him. Listen to this if you want to learn facts. Yeah, he's our local dramaturg. And we're so happy that we have him on the podcast recording. All right. And now we're back for another week with your dramaturg. Uh, way off Broadway. I feel the urge to touch on a couple of things that I heard from last week. One question you had, can we have a double reprise, a triple reprise? And the answer is, again, no, no, and no. And since we were dealing with spelling bee, just a reminder, it is spelled R-E-P-R-I-S-E, -E, and that's why we say reprise. If it were spelled R-E-P-R-I-Z-E, like a reprise, to get a prize a second time, then we would pronounce it that way. But we will always say reprise, and it will continue to be a reprise, not a double reprise or a triple reprise, okay? One interesting thing along that line that I don't want you to get confused by, uh, some composers like uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber loves to do this. He'll take the same tune 
and then give it to a different character with a, a different thought, different meaning, almost to the point where we will sort of forget, where, where have I heard that before? We will hear that in Les Mis a lot. That's not a reprise. That's just taking a tune and lifting it someplace else. Another term I thought of that, that your guest last week mentioned when she, she called something the OBC. Uh, just to let you know, that is Original Broadway Cast recording. So we can have recordings that are revivals, recordings that are a film version, but when people say OBC, that's what we're talking about. Okay? I also wanted to mention this week something called a pro shot, which is something I'm sure you all are dealing with. And this is when a stage production is professionally shot for us to to see. Okay? Some great ones of that uh, obviously are Hamilton. There's a really, really good one of Newsies. Um, there's an old one of Sweeney Todd, which is great. There's one of Shrek. Uh, there is one of Jekyll and Hyde, which we're going to be dealing with today. So as Christian loves to make those magnificent segues, I will do that now as we slip into the uh, actual dramaturg about the, the show. Okay, Jekyll and Hyde, a 1990 musical loosely based on the 1886 novella The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson. This was originally conceived for the stage by Frank Wildhorn and Steve Cooden. Features music by Wildhorn. They wrote the score for this actually in the late 1980s, producing a demo recording with Chuck Wagner of Into the Woods fame. But it was not produced on Broadway uh, because of, of financing, all right? So they then made a concept recording with Colm Wilkinson of Les Miserables fame and Linda Eater. After about seven years after that, it finally premiered on Broadway in March of 1997 with Robert Cuccioli in the title role and Linda Eater again, all right? The musical played an almost four-year run, which was which is unheard of in the past 20, 30 years, except for big things like Cats and stuff like that. This became the longest-running show in the history of the Plymouth Theater, closing after 1,543 regular performances, January 7, 2001. There is a pro-shot recording of it uh, that's called Jekyll and Hyde, direct from Broadway. It was filmed at the Plymouth Theater in 2000 with David Hasselhoff as Jekyll and Hyde. So if you can endure a performance of David Hasselhoff in this role, uh, it's actually a pretty good a pretty good pro shot. The lighting in it is great. The other performances are, are very, very good. Um, if you do watch it, um, stay all the way to the end to see his, his curtain call. It's very fun. A revamped production was done. Uh, was, there was a North American touring production which featured a more contemporary rock score. It began performances in San Diego, California in October of 2000, 2012. Uh, Constantine Morales was in the uh, principal role. The revival came to Broadway to the Marquee Theater. Marquee Theater seems to always be not so so much good luck there, and that was certainly the case here. Uh, it officially opened April 18th, and shortly after it opened, it was announced that it would be closing on May 12th. It closed on May 12th following 29 regular performances, 15 previews. Um, not a usual occurrence for a Broadway show. Did not get good reviews at all. But it is a great, a great show, a fun show, especially if you've got a great Jekyll and Hyde. Okay, so sit back, relax. I'm anxious to see, Daniel, what you uh, do with this. I have a feeling you'll probably figure out the title 
quick, but uh, the plot is, is interesting. It's not the exact same thing as the original novel. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Joel. Wow. What, wow. A, lucky, what a lucky day. Yeah, I mean, tr- truly, the knowledge is um, unparalleled. Unparalleled. Yeah. He's the Neil deGrasse Tyson of Broadway. Joel, I know you're smiling right now, and I'm so happy we could do that for you. <laughs> so this show was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Well, when I was 17, like this was it. This was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And I think you're going to like it a lot. Now, you might think you have this show figured out very quickly. But I would argue, even if you can get the name pretty quick, you have no idea what this is actually about. I think that getting the name is less impressive than getting the plot, if I'm being honest. Fair, so fair, fair. if I do get the name, whoop-de-doo. But if I don't know what's going on, then I'm just kind of guessing correctly, you know? Yeah. And, and if you like this episode... But before we get into it, if you like this episode, leave a review, leave a like, leave a comment on the TikTok, leave a shoot us an email if there's any cool show you want to do. And if you want to do these longer shows, and I definitely want to get into longer shows, um, then we're kind of using this as a as a test to see how how we would do this and how we can improve upon this because ultimately yep. this it, it, it takes a village to make a successful podcast. So we're going to go ahead and... We're going to swim. And, and we're going to... You know, that was actually my thought. We're like, we're going to swim that first lap and and get that cardio in. Okay. Song number one of probably a lot. So, Song one of... This is me in the first song. This is how happy I am. I'm going to... 32. Yeah. So this is me at song number one out of 32. We'll check back in to see at 32 just how sad <laughs> and tired that I am. Wild West, maybe, or is this a fairy tale? This kind of seems like fairy tale vibes for me. Well, that was the first song. Do you know what? If there are thirty-two more like that, <laughs> then this is going to be the shortest episode of Way Off Broadway that you've ever heard. <laughs> so, um, can I guess what that song is called? Yeah, I think that song is called. <laughs> I think that song is called The Melody of That One Song from Cats. <laughs> Memory? I don't know. I don't remember. That first song was fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tone-wise. I think we're about to like... Do, do, do you think we're, we're digging a little deeper than we've dug before? Yeah, I think this is setting us up for like this epic story of like trials and tribulations. The trials and tribulations. That, that, that keep, keep that thought. That's a good thought to hold on to, I think. So... Go on your notepad, Trials and Tribulation. Are you ready for the next song? Yeah. Lost in the darkness, silence surrounds you. Once there was morning, now endless night. If I could reach you, I'd guide you and teach you to walk from the darkness 
back into the light deep in your silence so i thought i knew what that song was about i even i even had like i was willing to take a guess at what this musical was called okay and so it sounds like somebody is like talking to somebody and they're like trying it's it's like a woe song where they're like hey i want you to come back to me i know that you're lost but what i kind of thought is maybe somebody's like in a coma or like they're asleep and they're trying to wake them up and they're like because i know when people are in comas people talk to them okay so i wrote down snow white and i thought that maybe this was like snow white because you know there's a snow white Right? There's is there one? A musical? Yeah. I mean Snow White in itself was a musical written yeah. by Disney, but I don't know if there's a stage version of Snow White, to be I'm, honest. I'm sure there is. It's just called like the like Snow White, the musical probably. Okay. But then at the end he says Father. Yeah, he said Good night, Father. Good night, Father. So I don't think it's Snow White, but I think that maybe somebody's father I'm gonna guess the father I'm feeling like medieval with this. So I'm gonna say the father okay. might be a king. Okay. And so the father and the king died in this song, or they're close to death. Okay. So the person singing here, what what do you think his deal is? This might be getting like a little dark, but I think maybe he's trying to, like, his father is sick, and he's like, Father, I want you to, to pass on, and he, I don't want you to, to suffer anymore, maybe. Okay. That's a little sad for a first song. I'm sorry, No, uh, I mean, this is not... A happy-go-lucky thing. Yeah, like it's it's fun. This musical is fun, but like it's it's you you might be on the right track. Okay, okay, we're gonna. And that track is a race track. Vroom vroom. Let's vroom vroom. Let's, let's race let's, to this. Life next is song. a highway. Is like dangerous imminent in the song place. That we wear in the cold light of day. It's society's mask, it's society's way. And the truth is that it's all a facade. There's a face that we hide till the nighttime appears. And what's hiding inside behind all of our fears is our true self locked inside the facade. Every day. I have a couple of thoughts about the song. Okay. So the song, the, the premise of the song is there are a lot of different people singing and they're talking about a facade, how there's, there's somebody that you see in the day is different than the night. And throughout classic storytelling, there's a few things that that leads me to be. And the first thing, and this might be like my leading choice is because there are so many of them is that they might be werewolves. Okay. So when night comes, they change. They're two different people. But then they did say, there are like two people in one person, and that also made me think of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay. But the reason that doesn't necessarily make sense for me is because there's a lot of people singing. Okay. Unless they're all singing about, like, these, they're like, this is the Greek chorus talking about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Interesting. That's, that's a really good thought. But you also did say that this is one where I would maybe guess the name. Right. And I feel like if I guessed the name of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I would be able to guess the plot. Because that's okay. like a classic story, so maybe not that one. Are you? Is that a story you're familiar with? You know, I think more so that I'm like familiar with like the basis of it, like the concept. Yeah, where he like turns into this person, and I don't really know what he does in his like free time though. That 
That's interesting. That's interesting. What was the name of the song? Facade. And the song before this, I, I, I'm i sorry, I did forget to ask what you thought the name of that song was. Guiding Father Home. Okay, that's that's nice. That's, the first that's song poetic. is called... Um, is it, are they like interludes? Is that what the first song is called? I, I I can I can give you this one. Okay, it's called prologue. Prologue, yes. Um, so we have prologue, we have guiding father home, and we have facade. Facade. Okay, that's fun. That, that that's very very fun. Twenty nine. What do you think music wise? Like, is this something you you enjoy? Yeah, I enjoy it, but it's a lot different than I'd say. Maybe assassins is kind of close to it. Okay, but it's like very like theatrical and yeah. Th- this to me and um. Like I've had friends who like they've wanted to listen to musicals in the past. I'm like, I don't think you're ready for that because like you have the you have the Hamiltons, right? Like yeah. the, those are fun. We, we have thirteen. That's fun. We we have um something rotten. Like that's fun. Yeah. But like it hasn't been a serious story where we're, we're we're telling a grand story. Yeah. Like an epic of a story and the music has to be as epic as the story. Yeah. And this is the first one where we're kind of doing that. And I'm very happy that we're here. Yeah, me too. Uh, are you so ready? It's a nice rainy day outside. It's a nice rainy day. It feels day. really sunshiny in here because we're sharing the gift of and, and love of music. Absolutely. Words that so company music also We're, we're just going to we're just going to dive right into the next one. Stephen Curtis Chapman style. How can I pursue the truth when they can block each step I take? Henry, you have come too far. Remember what you have at stake. John, I know I'm right. I must let my vision guide me. I'm so weary of the fight. There's so little left inside me. If you know that you are right, then you've got to see it through. You've got to see it through. Seven years ago, I started out on this alone. Now it's alone, I'll see it through to its conclusion. Who are they to judge what I am doing? They know nothing of the endless possibilities I see. It's ludicrous, I'm bound by their decision. Seems vision is a word they've never heard. We're back. They kind of ended at like a weird point. Yeah, it's just a conversation of a song. Yeah, they ended with... I was writing it down as it went off. I think that's might be why I was shocked that like the song was over. But they said the bastards hold the brain. Can I correct you? Yes. And I'm only doing this because it was a lyric that Daniel may have misunderstood. They hold the reins. Okay. Which might make a little more sense than brains. Yeah, it does. I'm not, I mean, it may have been funny, and I know you think you should have let them said brains. You should see where Daniel would go with that. Daniel needs help sometimes, and I that's think it's okay. A similar, like hold the brain, like hold the like the control. I would have gotten the same thing, I think. And then at the beginning, the the guy, I think he's talking to John, and he said, "If you know you are right, you have to see it through." So mm-hmm. it seems like this is a story about a guy who's oppressed and he's trying to do the right thing, but the man is keeping him down. Oh, and, th- and that's a story we can all relate to. Is the yeah. man keeping you down in your life? Well, well, you gotta do what you think is right. It depends. Maybe. If you're, like, if you're, yeah, it depends, I think. There's an asterisk next to that first. It's like, <laughs> what we may think is right isn't what everybody thinks is right. So, And I think that's kind of shades of um, our takeaway when, when we listen to Assassins is this idea that, like, everyone in that musical thought they were right. Yeah. And, and those are bad people. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's opinion can be right. Right. 
But at the time in everything we do, we're just people and we're doing what we think is the next right thing. And sometimes history will then tell us we were wrong. Yeah, history has its eyes on you. So just remember that when you go about your day-to-day life, history has its eyes on you. That was nice. Not really. It was kind of pitchy. I'm sorry, guys. If you live around here, you need cash in the bank. Cause the houses round here are all flashy and swag. And the front bit is what's called a facade. I love a good reprise. Yeah, it's definitely is that is that the way we were saying it? Reprise, yeah. Reprise, that's, yes. that's the correct that way. <laughs> um, so they're talking about like a rich man's neighborhood. Okay. I think. And maybe they said it was called Frog's Bid. Can can I play you the last like ten seconds of this again? Yeah, sure. So there's an engagement party for somebody named Emma. She's the daughter of somebody. Okay, yeah, yeah. At okay. Frog's Bit. Which is yes. like a rich person's housing neighborhood. Absolutely. <laughs> and and this is fun because what what so so this is a reprise a quick reprise right what do you think is happening of why this reprise exists it like are they are they the greek chorus are they set dressing are they like what what is the purpose here so i think we're looking at maybe a love story where the the man who is like from the last song that like if you know you're right see it through i think he's maybe in the lower class of the population and then we have emma who is higher class and eventually the story is going to lead for them coming together and meeting, but we're kind of taking the branch and we're introducing her story. So we're seeing, okay. like, we're meeting both the char- the main characters. So this, fall in love. this uh, chorus is introducing characters through plot. Yes, and it's also a facade because uh, the rich people, they think that they're, like, better and everything, but they really are kind of just, like, a mess and they're not great people. Okay, okay. Um, A song ago... I didn't. I'm. I'm gonna start asking right out the gate what we think these songs are called. So this song, the song we just listened to, what was that? I think that's called Facade Reprise. Okay, very cool. And the song before that, I think that's called Holds the Reins. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. So we'll jump right into this next song, and and we'll do a backflip right, right into it. Okay, let's do it. Emma Carew, can this be you? What kind of man is this you've taken? Can you not see the kind of life? What a voice. You are mistaken. Time to awaken before it's too late. Before you forever determine your fate. But Simon, you knew I had to be free. What I choose to do is decided by me. From the day my mother died, my father, full of good intentions, treated me as though I were a young child. Maybe his idea was just to wake. So, so these songs just kind of end out of the blue. Is yeah. that like a tradition? Is that traditional and like musicals? I like mean, this? I mean, they do kind of end at a good spot. It's just yeah. um. 
the idea of a musical, right? And I think I've said this before, and 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 Joel has maybe talked about it before, but it's it's when words will not do justice. The only way to communicate what you're feeling is through song. And these little pieces are pieces of plot, but they're conversations mm-hmm. that they couldn't convey in a in a normal way. Yeah. Well, so this conversation is with Emma and Simon. So Emma is getting married to somebody that Simon doesn't approve of. And I think Simon is more of like the patriarchy of like, I don't think it's her father because she talks about her father, but it's like somebody that's in like the hierarchy that is well to do. That's like, you're marrying this guy named Henry and I don't think you should. Well, she's like, when my mother died, my father kind of treated me like I'm this like fragile like doll and he didn't let me do anything but now this is my turn and i get to make this decision and i'm not doing it because of anybody else but me and she says i'm not your protege i'm somebody who's complete so she's like i don't need you to put effort into me i know who i am and i know what decision that i want to make that's really good yeah i don't honestly i I don't know what the name of the song is i think that might not be (laughs) very fun because like they don't have like a chorus where like a word is right. So right, right, right. I'm gonna maybe just like I don't know Emma. Her name is Emma Carew. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is Emma Carew's talking to Simon. Is the name of the song Emma Carew talking to Simon? Yes. Oh man, that's. Um, do you think she has a good relationship with um with her dad? I think on the surface you would say yes, but I think that there's a lot of perhaps hidden resentment for how he treats her. Okay, and do you think her and Simon dated prior to this moment? I think Simon is kind of like the guy that probably her dad wants her to marry. Okay, okay. They may have have a past, but I think that they definitely, like, somebody wants them to end up together. But he also sounded kind of old, so I don't know. What a good bass voice, though, right? Like, Yeah, it was good. The music was fun. All right, we're we're, we're just going to... We're going to tap dance for it. <sighs> Sorry. I wasn't yawning because of, of that. I was just happened to be yawning while you said okay. that. Okay. with the work I'm committed to. How can I not when my theories are true? And I will prove if I'm ever permitted to. Things are not wrong just because they are new. That's a great lyric. I adore you, always have done, always will do. And your dreams are mine. You know, I'm still not used to the songs just ending. I was like, <laughs> I had just <laughs> grabbed a new Reese's dipped animal cracker. <laughs> and yeah. I, and okay. I put it in my mouth thinking, oh, they're still talking. I've got time. And as soon as I put it in my mouth, the song just ends. <laughs> and I'm not used to it. <laughs> so to, to be fair, this song ends and leads right into the next song uh, but due to podcast format. Yeah, but, but can we pause and talk about the Reese's dipped animal? Animal cracker. Yeah, they're good. Right? You, you see, you did something earlier at Walmart that... <laughs> That's right. We shop at Walmart. Yeah, we shop at Walmart. We're the the way off boys love a good Wally world. Um, we, I don't like Walmart. I'm a Target boy. Sometimes you got to go to Walmart because it's cheaper. Absolutely. But Joel would say they saw you coming. 
Because you're about to check out, right? Yeah. You're about to check out. You see them and you're like, ooh, I need those. But ooh. I've seen them before and I haven't been able to find them. So it's. Like, oh, okay. Okay. I saw them on a TikTok and I was like, oh, those look good. They're not as good as I thought they'd be, but they're pretty good. What so was the name of that song? Emma Talks to Henry. <laughs> Let us take a little, let's dip our toes into the water to see if it's cool enough for us to dive into this next song. I see past the horizon Sure of my way Where I am going But where's the prize I have my eyes on Where there is just no knowing And when despair tears Can I turn to but you? You know who I am. This song is called Take Me As I Am. You're so good at this. Yep. So talented. The other ones didn't really have like a structure like that. They were just like little conversational snippets. Okay. And they're conversation right before this song because we... Uh, we didn't mention <laughs> We forgot that part. I'll string it all together. This is These are conversations between Henry and Emma. Okay. Uh, uh, and what's their... What's this thing? So I think they're like star-crossed lovers, but Henry is worried that he's like, hey, I've got this noble mission that might not be the best for our relationship. And she's like, hey, Bo, I'm in it. I'm in it for you. I'm in it no matter what. And I would really appreciate it if you would stop being such a jerk and just let me love you and just take me as I am. And that's kind of where they're at. She's like, hey, I love you. And that's it. Yeah, okay, so loving each other exactly for where they are, despite what might be going on with them. Yeah, I think she is, like, higher up in the ranks, and mm -hmm. he is kind of a lower down, so it's a little bit of a bit of different stuff going on. Okay, do, do you think this relationship has legs? Do you think they can go to the distance, Daniel? They seem to really love each other. And I, I mean, important. they seem to harmonize well. Yeah. That's very important in their relationship, the yeah. ability to harmonize. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Am I doing relationships wrong? Yes. <laughs> I mean, first date, I'm like, okay, give me a C. All let's right. <laughs> Here's the sheet music to suddenly see more. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. You know, do you know how important that is, though? Like like this weird thing that if you're jamming in the car, right? You, uh, you're listening to, to your music. That the person, without saying anything, picks the other part and you sing together. Yeah, that's fun. Is, is that a factor in, in your marriage, Daniel? Uh, no, but we don't think we listen to a lot of like duets like that. That's fair. That's fair. When you can harmonize in a song, it's kind of like, are they going to make it? Are they the couple? Is that a dynamic when writing a musical? Or are you going to make them harmonize a little less good if you have another love interest involved? That might be true. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, I think if I think what's most important in this is that they have love. And if you have love, I think you have legs. But it does seem like the odds are stacked against them. Okay. So let's fire up the grill. Let's put some patties on the the grill, and then let's flip it to the next song, Christian. Are you annoyed at how good that was? Emma, don't you understand? It's you I am concerned for. Father, don't be. Yes. You should be concerned <laughs> for him. He's the one in need. I am only trying to protect you. What else would you have your father do? I think I would die if any harm should come to you. 
scared, my child, because I'm going to lose you. I find it very hard to let you go. Father, if you tried to, you could never lose me. Darling father, I... So this song, song number nine, of this musical who we do not know the name of. I Something that like we haven't circled back to was at the very beginning they were talking about a facade and how people are different. Maybe they're not werewolves because I haven't heard anybody talk about any werewolves yet. <laughs> there's been no moon. <laughs> there's been, there's no, there's been of, no howling. There's been no talk of any moons. There's been no talk of, of like howling. Like Christian just said, there's been no talk of hair. Like I don't think this is Jekyll or Hyde either. But I think that maybe they're talking about like the like the high ups, how they're like two different people because they're just like scumbags who put. But on it's kind of nice that these two appear to be in the upper echelon of living, and yes. they are going through the same human struggle that parents have with their kids of uh, ha- having to eventually let let the kid go and live their life, and that and that's what love is. But I feel like if she was getting married to somebody that he approved of, he wouldn't feel that way. He'd be a little more okay with it. He'd be it. like, yeah, she's marrying Rich Bill with the with the really fast horses. <laughs> <laughs> Those horses, so quick. They gallop. Yeah, but Henry over here has just got a donkey. Like, <laughs> he's not going anywhere fast. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, this song was... <laughs> he's not going anywhere no, fast. No, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's kind of good. That's kind of good. <laughs> That's, that was. I mean, <laughs> every now and then, yeah, you get me. <laughs> yeah, that's my goal. She was trying to tell her dad that yes, I am going to get married to this man, but that doesn't mean that you won't see me again. If you put in the effort, if you make an attempt to meet Henry and visit us where we're going to be living, you'll see us again. But it sounds like maybe her father is not so interested in that. Okay, okay, and what's the name of that song? Father's Day. Okay, cool. <laughs> Father's Day. Okay, so so far in, in the in the musical, just from the beginning, quickly, it's not song by song, but just kind of give give me the summary so far. Emma and Henry are in love. It's viewed as a love that cannot exist because of the difference in their backgrounds. Henry has this noble mission. We don't know what it is, but we feel like it might have something to do with taking the power back from the man. Okay, and Take- what was the beginning bit about his father? Is this a musical about fathers? Oh, wow. I forgot all about that. Yeah. So maybe he's like holding on with the legacy of his dad, like a la um, how Benjamin Franklin Gates was trying to carry on his (laughs) grandfather's mission and national treasure. Yeah, that's a national treasure reference. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, I think this might be national treasure, the musical. Oh, very cool. Uh, no, but but it, it's a very interesting theme that like within the first twenty minutes of the musical, there's been that there is two dads, two dads, kind of. There were two dads. One, in the last one, one missing. <laughs> uh, but the dad in this one, and dads are just going through struggle. That got me. I'm sorry. Okay, we're just gonna we're we're just gonna cartwheel right into this next tune.
So this is a setting a scene. We're in the east end of London. I'm guessing that means the UK, but we don't know. This could be London, Ontario, home of the junior hockey team, the Ontario Knights. That that's a thing. Yes, the London Knights. The London Knights. Yeah. So that's clever. Yes. So I think the song is called Downtown (Parentheses Skid Row). <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for. for um, <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I think this is called Devil's Backyard, and it's setting the scene because I think maybe we got the scene of like the rich people earlier with the with the hogs meat. I think no, it's called Frog's Bid, where like the rich people live. Okay, and that's from song number five. Okay, and then we're coming back here and we're meeting the Devil's Backyard. Okay, so so we're seeing the du- duality between the two social classes involved. Yes. Where do you think if the devil had a backyard and it was someplace in the United States, where do you think it would be? Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. Tampa. Shots fired. <laughs> like, I, I think even the devil would be like, <laughs> no. That's why they took the devil out of the devil race. All right, let us go down to the beach. We've got our fishing pole, and we're just going to take it out, and we're going to toss it into the water, and we're going to reel in that next song. Look at me and tell me who I am. Kind of a small cast. What do you mean? We've met like five people maybe in 11 songs. Call me a fool and it's true. I don't know who I am. It's such a shame. Nobody knows the <laughs> trouble I see. Nobody knows my sorrow. You know what I think about? It's kind of off topic, but when I think of that song, okay, the really thick kid from Recess <laughs> with the with the red hair, yeah, yeah, Maybe the white t shirt that was like yeah. always a little too small. Yeah, he yeah. sang it in one of the episodes. <laughs> for some reason, every time I hear that song. I think of the thick kid from... From Recess. What were we talking about? So yeah, this song, I think this is Emma. And I think she's like, I've got a secret and I'm not telling nobody about it because I'm afraid that they might not love me anymore. Okay. Very cool. What do you think that secret is? Uh, that she's a vampire. Or that she is a robot. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with robot. <laughs> so Emma, who is... Is she engaged to Henry? To Henry, yes. So Emma, who's engaged to Henry, robot. Her deep dark secret is she is Mrs. Roboto. No, it's like think of like like old like steampunk like okay. robot. Like it's all like if you like open up her like control panel, it's just like gears and stuff like like the inside of a watch. She's that kind of robot, like a steampunk robot. Is this steampunk the musical? We are going to walk right into this next song.
Emma, can you tell me that, or is there another person? Um, I can say sometimes you get yourself in trouble by assuming that two female voices or two male voices are the same voice. Yes, it is my Achilles heel. I'm not going to confirm or deny that you are doing that here. I'm going to say that I probably am. Okay. So I think we're dealing with this song. Evil. Okay. I think this is like maybe we're getting like evil stepmother vibes from this lady. Okay. And she is like, ooh, you got to be, if you want to get far, you got to be evil. Okay. And do you think, who who was she singing this to? Uh, Emma. Okay. Or maybe she was singing it from afar. Okay. Who was her intended audience? Like us, the fans, the audience. Okay. I think she was just like. She's like, I'm about to do some messed up shit, but okay. here's why. Okay. Sometimes you got to break a few eggs. I really like the beginning of, the, of this song. Just the the idea that good is evil, because sometimes when we do good things, they aren't for the right reasons or what we perceive as good. Yeah. And by by extension, the argument of the song is evil is good, which yeah, is like, like at least you know with, you know what you're getting with evil. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a that's a really interesting idea, and yeah. I feel like that's kind of played with in, in in this. That's been a through line so far. Oh yeah, which is kind of fun. It's 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 cool. No, there is no choice. <laughs> I must put aside the fears I feel inside. There's no place to hide. So it comes to this. One great golden chance That only I can take When everything I fought for Is at stake To make the mark That only I can make This song is about fear. Okay. I think this is Henry talking about how he's afraid of. He's afraid of the future. He he inter- he start, started the song with "Now there is no choice." Why why is there now no choice? I think that he found out some information about like the bad guy of the story. Who we think I think the bad guy is actually Emma. Interesting. And he's like, ah, oh, I married. I'm about to marry this evil person, and now he's got to like take her out or like call the cops on her. Like crazy for a sec. This is this next song is in my top five most favorite songs of musical theater. It's just one of my favorite songs. Like it, it, it very much. What I want you to know about this next song on stage, um, and, and this is wild because this is what I think one of the greatest songs ever written in musical theater, which might be a hot take. I I don't know, but the purpose of this song happens upstage so that behind the curtain they can change the set. That's the whole reason this song exists. So it's just like a like a like an intermission type thing. Yeah, it, it's to distract the crowd from the crew changing the set. But he accidentally wrote an all-time song. Like, (laughs) I'm ready for it. This is the moment 
these people, they, they're in England, but they're not really... Like, I send all my doubts. So that's a thing you're going to notice in musicals. Like that in the Les Mises and the... And the this and the anytime there's a cultural thing that sometimes the accent will be bad, sometimes it'll be good, or there'll be no accent because this is a American telling of a British story. Every endeavor I have made ever is coming into play, is here and now. Today, this is the moment, this is the time when the momentum and the moment are in rhyme. Give me this moment, this precious. I see why you like it so much. Isn't that like it's just like a breath of fresh air? Like it's just. To, to me, it's just one of those songs that in your life you're going to go through so many moments right before a moment like where, yeah. where you're like, this is one of those things. Like I remember my first day at, at my current job where I, I was jamming to this song on the way to that job because it's like life is led up to this. Yeah. Like this is the next big thing. Um, and this song really captures that that energy. And and, um, and Robert Cuccioli, who is who is the, the actor here. Yeah, Cuccioli. Just, you think I don't know Robert Cuccioli? You think me and Cucci don't go way back? <laughs> me and Cucci used to play baseball on the same team. He was the outfielder. I was the infielder. We were just popping balls, popping balls, me and Cucci. I really want to go on Twitter and tag him in that video. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do it. He'll know me. <laughs> me, me and Robbie, he knows. Um, <laughs> we used to tear up the deli. <laughs> so um, I have a memory in my childhood of uh, my dad was auditioning for something. Yes. Um, and this was his audition song. Wow. And Joel killed it. But it was so cool because this was my favorite song. Yeah. And... And, and and my dad is like f forever a role model for me. So to hear him sing that song, it was such this core memory for me that he probably doesn't even remember that this ever existed. Do you think he could sing it? Like if you called him up, he would be able to sing it. I I think we could ask him to record something for it. I, I think he would love that. Sure. Yeah. If you guys want to see a video of Joel singing this, let us know. We'll put it on the Tiki Talks. Okay. So what what's the name of that song? I don't know. Uh, this moment. Okay. Make sure you write that down. I, you said this song was like kind of like a way to fill time, so I don't think it's like super important, but I do think it's. I think it's the fundamental biggest moment so far. Oh well, but it also exists so that they can change the set. So I mean, it's kind of like is could you go without the song? Well, no, you lose a care a huge yeah. character moment. But is anything happening here? Well, that's that's for you to decide. Yes, I I don't know. I think I forgot about Simon. Or I think maybe Simon is coming into play at some point, maybe in like a previous song where he's like, maybe he's like, well, if she's going to marry Henry, mm -hmm. then I'm going to have to stop it. So what is this moment for, for Henry? What is he about to do? I think so. There's something that Henry is trying to stop. And I think he's finally about to do it. What is he trying to stop? Be bold. Um. I think maybe like the king is stealing money. Okay. Or maybe they're like being bad and he's about to stop from being bad. Okay. Well, we'll shimmy on down to the next tune. 
We're gonna go to the fire station. Oh wait, is that is that the the phone ringing? Hold on, now we gotta go down. We're gonna go ahead and take the fire pole all the way down to this next song. <laughs> Does that make you mad? No. Okay. <laughs> the changes kind of leaking back to maybe is this Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde Henry Hyde Henry Jekyll or is this the Incredible Hulk the musical (laughs) Bruce centiliters of the newly fused formula. A slight feeling of euphoria. Lightheadedness. No noticeable behavioral differences. <laughs> now the die is cast. Nothing left to do. Time alone can prove my theory is true. Show the world I... Dear God, Happening. I can't explain something inside me, a breathtaking pain. Yeah, this is either about a werewolf or it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> it, it kind of like it's interesting how through music and lyrics you could depict this is horror. Yes. Like this is a terrifying song that's just he's going through it, man. Yeah. What what what's the name of the song? What's happening? So uh, I don't know. Maybe the song is um Meet Mr. Hyde. Okay. I'm leaning towards Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay. Or a variation of that play. So I think that maybe this is Henry. Okay. And Henry is like, I've got a cure for this. Like, maybe it's the plague. Okay. Maybe it's back when the plague was going around. And he was like, the only way I can test it is like maybe on myself. Or this might be something he's testing on somebody else. Or this could be Frankenstein. I just okay. <laughs> Or um, I don't know if you ever can considered this but the the very tiktok famous movie morbius of the last year oh is this morbius the musical no it's not but that does exist by the way oh it does people on tiktok did wrote and produced a whole musical that they were doing in la of i called it's morbid time that's um, awesome but the plot of morbius is there is a sickness yeah. and he so to he's a doctor so he tries to cure himself okay and Becomes a vampire, but so it's interesting that like that is loosely the kind of thing you just pitch yeah. this concept, but it exists in every form of media of yeah. that doctor trying to do the right thing. Oh, so this is a doctor. Oh, well, I mean, he. <laughs> I mean, he slipped up, folks. He slipped up. <laughs> I caught him. I knew if I could get him talking about comic books, I'd get the information <laughs> that I needed. So, what was the name of that song? Uh, Mister Hide, Hide No More. <laughs> Yeah, I think this song is called um, Hide and Seek. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Or Hide and Peek. So we're really committing to that this is... Um, I think it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. 
Okay. Or a variation on the story. Maybe the names aren't the same, but I think this drew inspiration from that. Okay. What happened here? So I think Henry was trying to cure his sickness. So he took this formula that he had been working on and it turned him into a big old scary mean monster. Okay. Well, in this next song, we'll, um, th- this next song is again an, a direct continuation of, of the last song. Okay. <laughs> Feeling of power and drive I've never known I feel alive Where does this feeling of power derive Making me know why I'm alive Like a night it's a secret Sinister, dark and unknown I do not know what I seek Yet I'll seek it alone I have a thirst that I cannot deprive Never have I felt so alive there is no battle I couldn't survive Feeling like this feeling alive. Homie is happy with his powers <laughs> He's like hell do, do, you yeah. think, do you think he has powers? I think he's got like Either like increased confidence Or like big claws <laughs> One or the other <laughs> You see either confidence or claws Maybe yeah. both You yeah. know if I had claws I would be so much more confident Yeah I think well, Maybe we can get you claws <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start a GoFundMe to get Christian some claws. <laughs> say say that word again. Claws. <laughs> Are you meaning I... to say it like that? No. So. Claws. <laughs> claws. So I was raised when it was like when you're learning to like say a lot of words. I learned them in Alabama. So while I do not have an accent, there are certain words that I say as though I am from Alabama. Okay. Like um, naked, ne- naked, naked. Yeah, they're naked. naked. Yeah. Can you say it's not thunder, but it's lightning? Oh, I thought you were. It's gonna not every. It's a, It's very few. I thought you were gonna hit lightning. Latin. Yeah. Latin. Yeah. Jimmy's brother used to come around a lot until he got hit by the lightning. Latin. Latin. What was the name of that last song? This song is called "Hustle, Loyalty, and Respect." Christian. Yeah. Can we listen to the next song, please? I would love to. You have your work and nothing more. You are possessed. What is your demon? You've never been this way before. You've lost a fire. You built your dream on. There's something strange. There's something wrong. I see a change. It's like when hope dies. I who have known you for so long. I see the pain in your eyes. heard a single word I've said. My fear is he's in over his head. He could lose control, and that I dread. There has been talk. They say he's gone too far. He's locked himself. What do you think of that? So in this song, Emma's father is like, hey, Henry's kind of like, he's kind of being a little extra lately. (laughs) 
With his new, like, power and, like, claws. <laughs> Have you noticed Henry's had a claws? Yeah, he got some extra confidence and some claws. And we just, maybe you need to, like, think about did, Simon. Do, did, do you think this is actually just the lifestyle of drinking White Claw? No. <laughs> like, he's been really into claws lately. <laughs> yeah, he loves that, that alcoholic seltzer. <laughs> I don't think that that is what this is, but okay. but I could be wrong. I mean, musicals can take you any place. So, dad is concerned. Is anyone else concerned? Sounds like a lot of people are concerned. Okay. But not Emma. Emma's like, that's my boo. Emma, she's ride or die. Okay. And we love a ride or die person. Yeah. So. I mean, that is great for them and, and great for the trajectory of this show. It? Um, It might be. I, I, so I don't know for sure. This next song is the ending of act one, right? Two songs. Damn, I'm bad at counting. All right. <laughs> what Christian. was the name of this song? This song is called... Um, Henry Henry gone crazy. Henry gone crazy. Yeah. And now that we know Henry's gone crazy, I say we wax up our surfboards and we paddle out and then we catch this next wave of a song. Cowabunga <laughs> Simple got emma here and this is like she's going away after everybody's telling her how evil henry is and she's like henry may be different but i still see the sympathy i still see all of these things in his face even though he's got claws <laughs> even though his confidence is a little too high for me do, do you really think he has claws yes i okay. mean i don't know okay I mean, did doctor i feel like you don't know that story as well as you think you do not at all well okay. i think he like turns into like this big like like werewolf type kind of guy Okay. So maybe it's not Dr. Jekyll, but it's whoever Henry is now, she is still, he's still the guy that she like fell in love with. And that's what she's trying to say. Like, I know that like maybe he's like taking things a little too far, but he's still my, he's still my boo. Okay. I peer through windows, watch life go by. This is a great song. Dream of tomorrow. Dina Menzel. No. Okay. <laughs> kind of had a little bit of Let It Go vibes. Which I could see that. So Emma's like really in her feels on this one. This was like someone like you. Okay. 
And she's talking about, I mean, kind of got to be. Who is she singing about? You know, I'm not sure that it's Henry. Okay. I don't know if maybe this new monster thing and the claws are a little bit too much for her. So I don't really know who she's singing about, but she's really going through it. And is that the, we've got one more song in this act, right? No, that's in, in the back one. Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't know that it's Henry. I don't think it's Simon. So it maybe it's somebody we don't know. Okay. But if I had to guess, like, and I was like hoping to be right, I'd probably have to like guess based off the information I know that this is Henry. I wrote down John in song number four. Okay. So I think that she's talking about John. Okay. I think John might what be. What was the name of that song? Someone Like You. Okay, that's really good. Proud of you on that And one. we are done with act one. Yes. So everyone, take your 15 minutes. Go to yeah. the lobby. Get yourself a drink. Maybe go to the bathroom. Socialize. Talk yeah. about what you like. And we'll be what, right back. What you didn't like. I hope you guys enjoyed your intermission. Yeah. I, I, I hope you walked around a little. I hope you sat down a little. I hope you got to talk about the show thus far with, with your neighbor. Yeah, I hope you went outside and talked to your neighbor. Always talk to your neighbor. Yes, tell your neighbors about our podcast. Let us hop on the gondolier, ride up the mountain, up we're at the top of the mountain. Now we're going to jump off and ski right into the next song. Like a raging desire Fills my whole soul with its curse Burning with primitive fire Berserk and perverse Tonight I'll plunder him and blind you from all the gods Tonight I'll take from all mankind Conquer all the odds And I feel I'll show the world That tonight and forever The name I just want to let everybody know that I had this thought on song number three. <laughs> I wasn't always <laughs> in there, but Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde the musical. So what's the name of the musical? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Wrong, but okay. Okay. Uh, hide and seek. Um, <laughs> hide and seek. <laughs> Mr. Hyde. So what's happening here? Hide your wives. <laughs> Hide your wives. Mr. Hide your wives. That's, That's not a name you want. <laughs> so what was your H -Y -D -E. question? H-Y-D-E. <laughs> what was your question? What's happening in this song? So he's like full-blown Dr. Dr. Mr. <laughs> Dr. Mr. Hyde. Okay. Dr. Mr. Jekyll. So the names Hyde. of these two sides of the coin... Or Frank Jekyll. No. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look. <laughs> Refer to your notes. Henry. Is it Henry? Henry Jekyll. Henry Jekyll. And what's the first name of Hyde? Edward Hyde. And Edward Hyde. Now, my question, and I've always wondered this, and I've never had an audience. Granted, it's a captive audience, but it's an audience nonetheless. Why does he have a completely different name? Yes. I agree with you. And then also, so... Henry Hyde would be a, a lot better name. Yeah, that, like that's... Edward Jekyll. For for those friends of pro wrestling, 
Henry Hyde, that's a name. Yeah, my name's Henry Hyde, and I'm coming for you. Yeah, like I'm that's... The, I'm, the, I'm the reckless, rampaging Henry Hyde, and I'm coming for you, Edward Jekyll. <laughs> like, that got some umph yeah. to it. And that song had some umph, uh, umph yeah. to it, too. I, I think that that's a very fun song. In context of the show, it's very cool. But what do you think he's doing? I think he's, like, killing animals. He's killing animals. Yeah. The sign of every... Young future serial killer. Serial yeah. killer. Yep. They always go to animals first. He's a part of the triad. The triad? So yeah. The <laughs> what's the triad? I have a feeling that there's a lot of like crossover between our audience and true crime. So there's a lot of people who are like, Christian, do you not know what the triad? It's something triad, but it's like three things that like, so it's like if you harm animals, if you have a serious um, head injury, and if you like wet the bed. Those are like three things that like are almost. Oh no! Yeah. Well, I I think it's like mostly like disproven, but that was for a while. A lot of people believe that that was like what led to. Did you kill animals? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because you were at least a little concerned, and I was like, <sighs> <laughs> no, I I didn't. I I I, I um, full disclosure. I went to bed much longer than I probably should have growing up. Yeah. Um, but that happens. That doesn't mean I'm a serial killer. <laughs> Christian, we're going to have to ask you to submit your fingerprints to the database, please. But yeah, I think I think he's like, maybe he's like just tearing shit up. Okay. He's just, he's he's running amok. Yeah. That, that's... Taz, think of like Tasmanian devil in like a supermarket. That's what's okay. happening right okay. now. Okay. What is Edward Hyde wearing, do you think? Edward Hyde? Yeah. Like, is, what's his signature look? I think he's like wearing like... Similar to like, so think of like Incredible Hulk pants that are like yeah. kind of there. Okay. And he's wearing like a white button up shirt that's also like the Hulk, what happens to the Hulk, where it's just like he busts out of it and like the, it's like super so short. So something like. that's kind of cool, and maybe we can find a, a clip of this. Uh, the movie is League of Extraordinary Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes, I've seen it. It's it's like the Avengers, but, but of, of like literary characters. Yes. And their depiction of Hyde in this story is the Hulk. Like it's it and low the for blow of is the gym. Hulk. Yeah. Okay. So he's just he's running amok. That yeah. pesky dude. Okay. Yep. So what was the name of the song? The Predator is me. Uh, the Predator is me. Some of the lines in this song are metal as hell. Yeah, I love metal. Read about the hideous murder, profane religious murder. Oh, he, he killed a person. Are there parallels between Jack the Ripper and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I believe so. He died in a London slum, a slave to martyrdom. He died without complaint. He should be made a saint. He's It's important that you know that me, me and my sister, our entire life, whenever we watch like a murder, like a slasher or uh, anything, after a murder happened, we both would go, murder, murder, <laughs> ba, 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 murder. <laughs> like that's very much a, a bit we do. And it's yeah. from this. I'm glad I was able to, to, yeah, to share this with you. not something that we can do. Absolutely. General Glossop, I'm happy to inform you that you are relieved of your duties, sir. All of them. Isn't that cool? Look at this, another murder. Just like that other murder. That poor old General Glossop. Dead. 
News from God, Teddy. <laughs> Can we talk about that? <laughs> Can we bad. talk about bad news from God? And it follows it up by saying, Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, the idea of, like, like, that's just the most metal thing you could tell someone. To, like, to, like, a... Um, a minister, right? He's saying to a minister, I really yeah. was conflicted on telling you that, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But saying how right before you kill a like someone in faith saying, bad news from God, Teddy. <laughs> like, what? Can I practice one? Yeah. So he's going up to like a cook, like a really like rich, high celebrity <laughs> chef. He goes, I hope you like your eggs. Scrambled. <laughs> There's so many of these you... You could do like, yeah, <laughs> like walking into a um, like a fire department and be like, "It's a little hot in here." <laughs> like <laughs> you go into like a barber shop. Hope you want a buzz cut. <laughs> It'll be the closest shave you ever know. <laughs> so he's going off. He's, he's murdering people left and right, but he's being he's having fun about it. And if you're gonna. If you're gonna do it, I guess at least have fun. So why do you, so? So they talk about that he hate he hates the upper class. Yeah, because he's a he was raised as like a poor boy. But where does it differ? Boy. Like where does him being so Henry Jekyll and Edward Hyde? Who's the guy? Who's the guy who grew up? Are they both? Are they split? What's the deal? So I think that there is like, like, Mister Hyde is like. It's like the raw emotion, but it's without the filter of like human capacity, like compassion and soul of like. Okay. So it's like a raw, unfiltered version. I think it's like his rage. Okay. It's like his rage became a different person. Okay. Very cool. So it has all of like the same knowledge and the same like beliefs, but now he doesn't have anything to stop him from acting on it. Very cool. What was the name of that song? So the last one was called Murder in the Night. Or is this all? This is murder. It, was, it was all murder. Yeah, murder in the night. Okay, murder in the night. I dig it. We are going to go through. We're going to pull up to a McDonald's and we're going to okay. say, "Hey, what can we get you?" And we're going to say, "How about the next song?" That was good. Remember when? A little bit of Alan Jackson. When this all began, we knew there'd be. So she's she's still ride or die, and it sounds like she sounds like she's going through it. I think that he's going to end up killing her dad, <gasps> and then that's going to be a real. But who was she singing to? This is such a good lyric. We were lost in love. The guy that wrote this, like, how old was he when he wrote it? Is it like an older one? How old was he at the time of writing it? Yeah, I guess that would be a question. Or like... Yeah, how old was he when he wrote it? I think would be the correct thing. Okay. Like no other time He was late 40s. Yeah, this checks out. So, you asked how old he was when he wrote this. Yes. It was roughly like 
early 40s to mid 40s. Okay, yeah, it's got a little bit of a middle aged stank on it. What do you mean? You could like just like this is somebody who's lived life, kind of knows the ups and downs a little bit, but isn't jaded about it. Okay. So like knows the deal about life, but hasn't lived long enough to be jaded. Okay. I love the lyric of once upon a dream because like that's sometimes when we look back on certain things, that is kind of what it feels like. And we don't always recognize it at the time as being this beautiful thing to later. That's very, very true. What's the song name? Once upon a dream. Okay. And I think it's saying like, it's this, the man I love is still in there. And maybe that's who she's longing for is, is Henry, but instead she's getting, Okay, it's an interesting concept. Do do you think they're just interacting with Mr. Hyde like all the time? No, he he changes. Okay. Yeah. So have these characters met Mr. Hyde? You know, I think that she has because she kind of talks as though she knows more than most people would. Okay. the truth my fears conceal what evil force makes Edward hide of me what darker side of me does he reveal what is this strange obsession that's tearing me apart So he's he's a uh, he's going through it. This is like the hangover when you wake up and you're just like, "Where's Bill?" Like, <laughs> this is him waking up not knowing. Like, he's like, "What have I done?" Like, I don't. How aware is he of Doctor of Mister Hyde? We don't know. In different ver different recordings where there's different songs included. There is a, um, he describes it is, um, he has more, like, the doctor has, um, like, a father's interest in Hyde, and Hyde has the indifference of a son. That's really poetic. Um, which I always, like, I love the different versions of the show, because you get mm. little nuggets like that that's like... Oh, that that kind of changes the dynamic a little bit. That they're the guy, but they're also fe- almost feuding with each other for yeah. a sense of control. But the idea of him waking up and being like, "Oh crap!" and we've all been there. Next morning, and you're reading a text and be like, "I probably shouldn't have sent that text." I've never sent a text I didn't mean to, Christian. That's really poetic. Those, I mean, <laughs> every word I say has a purpose, Christian. <laughs> I mean, I know the purpose at the time, but it all has a purpose. What was the name of that song, Daniel? Uh, oops, I did it again. <laughs> I didn't write anything down. I was just taking it in. Are you okay? <laughs> are you like, this dude is dense. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Okay. Okay. That's That's fine. Oops. I think that's hilarious. Oops, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. So what's the song about? <laughs> what's the song about? It's about um, Dr. Jekyll waking up after a night of Mr. Hyde. Okay. He's like, oops, I did it again. I killed the priest. <laughs>
Okay. Is Henry sassy? Um, I think Hyde is much more sassy than Henry is. Okay. Because just remember, our dark side inside us, the side we don't want to let out, it's actually just a sassy bitch. That's so true, though. <laughs> Everybody like, got a little sassy bitch like, in um, It's kind of a joke in, in Daniel's world that, like, if he's just making tons of jokes, it's like, oh, he's on his bullshit. Yes. Um, <laughs> and when someone is on their bullshit, they just become sassy as hell. And yeah. I feel like... I'm drama, y'all. <laughs> And, and we love him for that, especially in this dramatic telling of this story. And in and, and, and the telling of the story, we'll just hear the next part of the story. Yeah, let's hear it. I feel this is a baller song, by the way. Cold on my shoulder Your chilling touch As it runs down my spine Watching your eyes As they invade my soul Forbidden pleasures I'm afraid to make mine At the touch of your hand At the sound of your voice At the moment your eyes meet Senses proclaim it's, it's a dangerous game. So this song is called Dangerous Game, and it is really awesome. Yeah? I really, I kind of closed my eyes and just like entered the world of the song, and it was a really fun journey for me. Okay. I what, think, do you, what do you think's happening? So I think that this is Emma's first time meeting Mr. Hyde. Okay. And she's like, oh shit, I got it. I'm, I'm down bad for this boo. So you think she is falling for... The bad boy, yeah. For the bad version of him. Yes. That's really interesting. And you know how earlier I said that I thought that it like turned into the Hulk? Yeah. How funny would it be if like he just like kind of looked like Rick Moranis and, <laughs> uh, at first as, as Henry, okay. and then all yeah, of a sudden... Yeah. He turns this like boom, Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I was during the song. I was thinking. I don't know what, how you think Mr. Hyde is represented on stage. How do you think they represent the change that it's no longer the Doctor, but it's now Mr. Hyde? It almost sounds like a different person singing. So is it like isn't that cool vocally? What he's doing is it the same guy? It's the same guy. Yeah, that's impressive. Like, because right, I honestly thought that they brought in a different actor for this. There'll be a song near the. I think it might even be the finale where he goes back and forth really consistently. Yeah, where it's like, oh, this guy. But this is why, like, this show is very hard to do because yeah. your leading guy has to have such range. Uh-huh. Like, so how do you think they represent on stage? How, how do you think that's pre- the switch is presented? A leather jacket. <laughs> that's it yeah he just puts on a leather jacket and he's like now i'm ready to go kill some people <laughs> when i saw this on stage um it was in louisiana me, me and my dad went and they the con- sometimes shows have weird concepts um where they're like we're doing this show but we're doing it differently so their whole thing was about prescription drugs and how it brings out both the real and fake versions of ourselves yeah. and something, something. It was very odd. and But the issue with it, it was a concept only in name. Only in name. Because they didn't do anything in the show to represent this. 
through anything. Um, which is, is it's an issue I have with concept musicals. Like, do your concept or don't even tease having your concept. Like, really commit yeah. to it. Um, but this guy playing these roles was about 5'4". That's important. He had the hair, like, spiked up about six inches high. Uh-huh. Also important. It's really not important that this leads to anything, but it's important you know that this was a short king living his best life. We love a good short king. <laughs> he could have been better, though. I've almost filled up a whole page front and if back. you live around here, lots of people I fear, I fear. will make promises they will not honor my dear and the truth is you end up getting scarred there's a beast at the door and he's wild and free but we won't let him in cause we don't want to see what is lurking they're going to go and try to make me learn a lesson of this. <laughs> What's the name of that song? Beast at the Door. Beast at the Door. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's me. It's, Vin, it's me, Vinny D's. <laughs> I'm here to take your wife out on a ride in my nice fast car. I'm Vin Diesel. <laughs> That's a perfect Vin Diesel impression. Thank you. I practice. Um. So... What lesson are they trying to teach you here? Everybody's got somebody inside. Everybody's got like bad thoughts, but you got to kind of overcome them and be a good boy. Okay. Well, I think we can actually just go right into the next song. Let's do it. Let's. We we are we're on the home stretch. Home stretch. We are wrapping up. How are you guys doing? How are we doing? I I I want to make a point and say that this is happening because someone. Hit my, up my DMs and said, hey, y'all should do this show. And, so, I, and I said, I think we will. I think we'll do it this week. But thank you, person, for pointing out that we should do this show. Are you enjoying it so far, Daniel? <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying this. It's fun. It, it, it's a show I don't listen to a lot anymore, but like, I think it, it's very, it's just a fun, kind of epic, fun story. Yeah. With stakes. We love stakes. This is the first show with steaks. You like steaks? I like steaks. Okay. Me- medium well, though. Okay. A, a little pink. A little. Somehow <laughs> I have to get back to the place where my journey started. Find the car. He talked a lot in the song about the way back and coming yeah. back and how like he he's going to fix this. Yeah, he's got. How does he solve. fix this? With probably science, science got him into it. Science is going to have to get him out. Okay, what do you think? Something happened to trigger like, oh, this has this is it. I think maybe he killed somebody he shouldn't have, and he woke up and he made like a decision. Like, I mean, theoretically, like everybody should like he should be sad about killing them, but. 
It's not always the case. Okay. A new life. What I wouldn't give to have a new life. One thing I have learned as I go through. New love, huh? Okay. Who is she wanting a new love with? Well, that she that that's not the word she said pretty consistently. I mean, she she said that twice, but there was another phrase. A new life. New life. There it is. So she wants to get away from all of this okay. madness. And does she? We don't know. Oh. Maybe she. Okay. So what she does is she's like, I want a new life. Okay. And she's like, but in order to do that, I need a new love. So she realizes that. Henry slash Edward, their trouble. Okay. And that she's got to get away. Okay. Do you think by the end of the show, she does that? The reason you're asking me, I don't know. Okay. I feel like it might not. Okay. So we're, we're going to go ahead and the coolest song in this in the show is this next song. It, it's the climax. It's the... ourselves a little bad boy dilemma it seems that henry yeah is like edward get out you're evicted from my body and <laughs> edward's like no i am here forevermore you are here we share my life you were saying like doing that six like eight times a week yeah like that hurt me just doing it once. well the, the idea of you're here you're here then you're here then like you're but, <laughs> but like there's a bit at the end of the in, at the end of that song where like he's going like high just singing like going low doing his thing big sound and then he's like no and th- then it comes back and mm-hmm. back into it but like that has to kill your voice that's banana bread right there that banana is banana bread 
All right, we're, we're going to jump into this last song. You ready? Yes. And we're going to skip the, the thing this week just because this is like a very different musical style than... And I, I'm, I'm not going to ask Daniel to put on a mini opera. Yeah, so we're going to try to like keep that to when it fits the musical. Obviously, this doesn't fit the musical, so we'll maybe catch you next week. Unless you really want to see me sing, then follow me on TikTok at adpants, at badpantsdaniel. Or you can follow Christian at... Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know my TikTok. Um, just check out our TikTok. Holy Toledo Drive. Yeah. No, it's, it's called Zombie Jesus. I oh, think. Lord. But we sing on there. Sometimes. I know what happened. She sang You're With Me Now because he killed himself to end Dr. Jekyll. And he the reason that he was so sad is because he killed Emma. And she's like there in like heaven or whatever. Oh, that gave me chills, dude. Is it really? <laughs> that gave me chills. He's like, You're with me now. You finally we got where we wanted to be. Okay, um Somewhere you, that's green. Give me um from Is that from, all of it? From yeah, that's it. Wow. Um, we did it. We did a big boy, a big person, a big... We did a big old, big old musical. Yeah, just um, from from the start. And I think that I'm going to be able to do this with like a broad abstract of just telling the story. Okay. Is that, is that okay that we do that? Yeah. We can do it, it a very time. long. And if we go through all of the songs, I think we might be getting into it. I want you to tell me what you think each name of the songs are. And I'm going to tell you what the actual name is really quick. Okay. We'll do that after I tell you. Okay. Okay. So this story is about Henry, Henry Jekyll. Okay. No, Henry. Yeah. Henry Jekyll. And he is, was raised in a poor area and he wanted to solve the problem, which is corrupt the corrupt hierarchy of the place that he lives, which is the east side of London. Okay. So he does all this science stuff, and he turns into a monster. But he also has somebody on this journey with him who is Emma, who is a child of a really like well-known person. And he doesn't like Henry because Henry is just a low-down, rotten scoundrel, according to him. But it's just he's just being classist. So Henry turns around and he turns into this monster named Mr. Hyde. He ends up killing Emma. And then at the end, he kills himself. And now they're together. Okay. Give, give me, um, and this will be a good intro to my, what the, actually, what the story actually is. Um, yeah. Give me your song titles. The first song is Prologue. Prologue, you're right. Second song, I just have written Guiding Someone. Lost in the Darkness. Lost in the Darkness, okay. Okay, next song. Third song, Faces or the Facade. Facade, you're right. Fourth song, uh, Bastards Hold the Reins. Pursue the Truth. Pursue the Truth. Number five is Rich Man. Facade Reprise. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Number six is uh, Emma and Father Discussion Number One. Emma's Reasons. Okay. Next one is uh, seven now. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, the theories are true. I must go on. Okay. Sometimes, uh, where's the prize, number eight? Or no, take me as I am. Take me as I am, you're right. Uh, father is the next one. Letting go. Okay. Letting go, <laughs> letting go. Devil's Backyard is the next one. Facade, reprise two. Okay. Nobody knows. No one, no one knows who I am. Okay. Nobody knows. And I mean, I think that 
I'm just gonna get right into it, okay? Okay. Father, his father is dying of a a disease, and depending on who produces the show, you can get a different vibe. Sometimes it's cancer, sometimes just Alzheimer's, sometimes it depends on the concept. But he is dying, so the doctor has decided. Henry has decided he's going to dedicate it to his life to save his father. Okay. So he goes to the hospital board and says, I can fix this. I need you to fund this. Okay. I, I can do it. It's ready for human testing. And they said, no, this is this is dangerous. Because what he wants to do is to, to separate in someone, uh, to be able to separate good from evil. Because okay. if you could separate them, everything bad about a person, including sickness, if you can remove that from a person, then life would be relieved of all that is unbearable. This is the curse of mankind. Wow, that's deep. And they say, no, you can't do it. We're not giving you the funding because this is too dangerous. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I must prove you wrong. But in the meantime, he's engaged to be married to Emma. And he loves yep. Emma, but he is so obsessed. He is so, it's the bad part of being ambitious. Yeah. He is obsessed with saving his father and saving mankind and being remembered for this. Why man great till they got to be great? Yep, yep, yep. And while doing this, I'm going to try to find the name. He, he ends up for kind of like a bachelor uh, situation, goes to a club yep. and meets another girl. Okay, so there is another girl. There is a, a there is another girl. Is that the her girl name, that was singing about evil and stuff? Her name is Lucy. Lucy. Yes, and like he, they meet after the show, and he and he basically tells her, "If you need anything, here's my card. Like if you ever need need anything," and she and that means a lot to her. So he decides after talking to like his butler mentor guy. John, oh, so he's rich too. I mean, kinda. He has a butler. I don't know if he is a butler. That might be me. When is this set? Like, is it? I'm it's thinking like, like London. It's like Jack the Ripper times. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, it, and there's lots of shades of Jack the Ripper in this. Yeah, I can definitely catch. But after talking to John, John says, "You have to. If if you believe this is right, you have to see it through." And he was a friend of his yeah. dad's. I wrote that down. On here. Look at you. So you have to see it through. So he's going to see it through. And the only way he can see it through is by human testing. Mm-hmm. And he has to do it on himself. So he gotcha. he then becomes Edward Hyde. And like when he does it, he blacks out completely. He has no memory of anything unless Hyde wants him to remember. Yeah, Hyde's a sassy little devil too. Which he is kind of, he is cruel in, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But as time goes on, it was like, oh my God, like, uh, this is, um, like what's happening to you. I'm here for you. I know your, your work, it's your work, but I'm here for you. Yeah. And, and he doesn't want to see her. He doesn't want to see anyone because he knows what's happening to him mm-hmm. now. Uh, it's, it's not okay. Um, but in the middle of that, Lucy shows up to his house and is like, oh my God, this guy, this guy beat me. This guy hurt me. Mm-hmm. Will you take care of me? So he patches her up and it's like, hey, who who did this to you? Oh, and it was that the general? Edward Hyde. Oh. Edward Hyde did it. So then he's like, oh no. Oh, I hurt he, her. Yes. So in the midst of that, then what he goes and every person on that board, including Emma's father, if I remember right, and I might be wrong on that. It's been a bit since I've watched this. 
Um, but he kills everyone who told him no. So Hyde kills because it's what Jekyll would have done yeah. if he didn't have a filter, if he wasn't a good guy. So yeah. he kills everyone on that board, on the hospital's board. And in the midst of that, you kind of learn that Hyde is kind of in a relationship with Lucy. Oh. Not a healthy one. Not, no. not even a consenting one unfortunately like Ruh-roh. it's it's really messy and the song dangerous game is kind of like she's kind of into him but in a like this is scary way so but then through um her consistently going to the doctor and being like uh, i need help and he needs to save her he he is just so torn being like i have a fiance but i feel also very connected to this girl yeah. and i have to make sure she's okay so he gets her a ticket and said, "You take this ticket, pack your things, mm-hmm. leave forever, start a new life." Yeah. And so she, the kind of joke of the show is, if she doesn't sing the song, she probably makes it out. Oh, like the last song? <laughs> yeah, like okay. if she doesn't sing a new life, she probably so what has happens enough to time. Emma? Well, we're we're okay, getting sorry, there. Sorry. So she she sings a new life, but then Hyde shows up. Hyde takes over and kills her to get Emma? back. No, uh, the Lucy. Lucy, okay. To get back at the doctor. Yeah. Um. So then he's like, "Oh my god, I I have to. I ha- That's his breaking point of I have to fix this. Uh-huh. And I think the only way I can fix this is if I die, he dies. Yep. Um, and so he has what's called the the confrontation where he tries to kill himself uh-huh. and Hyde won't let him and then kind of convinces him and beats him down this conversation of when you kill yourself you die and I take over I'm full time now oh, no. if you kill yourself you only kill you which so he can't do it okay so now we're at the wedding the day after he tried to do this, right? Yep. Um, and he, so he gets to the wedding. He's going to do it. He's going he's gonna to marry her, and it's like, this has to be okay. Hyde takes over, kills someone, then kills John, mm-hmm. um, and then Henry takes enough control to kind of, like, stab himself. Okay. Um, so that, and he dies in Emma's arms. It's very sad, and Emma, like, is kind of this thankless role. A lot of what you thought was Emma was not Emma in this show. Yeah, I'm starting to realize that now. Um, <laughs> that's kind of, that they, they are very similar voices, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very cool. It's a cool show. It's a, yeah, I really liked it. From I, a technical level, it's really fun. What you're going to go and do, and I am so sorry, because the best film version of this mm-hmm. is starring David Hasselhoff. Oh, don't it's the Broadway cast and David Hasselhoff. They didn't keep Robert Cuccioli. Everyone else is the same as the Not Broadway they, cast. They got, why are they doing the cooch like that? <laughs> um, so it's very like, oh, good God. Like he's yeah. so, he's too much. And yeah. after they finish, he like, they open, they, they feel him like leaving. He kicks open the door and he's like, yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I can't wait. For you to watch it, yeah. it's not very good. Well, he's not very good. He's very yeah. dramatic, and him going back and like how they do it yeah. lightwise is really cool because during the confrontation, he's when he's the good guy, he's here and it's bright white light. Yeah. And then when he's high, he goes here and his hair is all mm-hmm. here. How do they represent it in the in the play? Because it seems Lights. like Lucy doesn't know the diff. Like, well, because he he has a t- 
top hat and he wears oh. this overcoat and he's hunched over and it's oh, it's a lot Mr. of phys- Hyde? yes it's okay. physical acting okay gotcha so when he jumps back and forth it's here or like down here and it's real like yeah i got you like hunched but it's it's such a fun show like um it's the Hasselhoff version is very silly mm-hmm. but i i can't wait to watch it with you it'll be a good time yeah um, and this was a good time. It was a little longer than we typically do, but how I think, are we doing? Let us know. We'll put up a poll. Um, but I think once uh, I, I'm starting to refer to this as season one, and I think we might be wrapping up season one. Um, and we'll do one of these a season, a longer show to really mm-hmm. dig into because lots of your suggestions are longer shows. Yeah. And um, not that we're against longer shows, but they take a while to a while to produce. Yep. Um, which is our pleasure. And this has been a pleasure here on Way Off Broadway. Yeah. List off those socials. and, and Way Off Broadway Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And it's Way Off Broad Pod on Twitter. Very and cool. And if you want to reach out to us, those platforms are great. Appreciate any reviews. Um, let us know how we're doing. Really big help. Kind of helps us get a gauge on what we can improve, what we can do better. So let us know. Very cool. Thank you so much, guys. And we're going to have some music to play us out. Who are we going to hear from, Daniel? And we are going to let Wet Leg play us out. (laughs) 